We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Everybody, David with you. So good to be with you. Uh, you're my family. Uh, the world's gone crazy. I mean, it's nuts. 20 years ago, if we would have looked back and saw what is going on now, you would have said, Jesus, beam me up. But Jesus is not going to beam anybody up. Jesus is going to come back to take care of business, and he will take us up. Okay? I hope you guys are well. All right. Let's check it out. I got a breaking Christian news. Spencer, the world's gone crazy. Let's see how crazy it is. Concerns about LGBT books promoting pedophilia, grooming prompt four states to sever ties with American Library Association. Let's hang on one second. You know, there's a there's thing, something in Congress right now that that and 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 it's come up many times. This thing about the the bathrooms where you've got the uh, the transgender bathroom, a guy can use a girl's bathroom, a girl can use a guy's bathroom. Well, it's already happened to folks. You know, a girl gets molested inside the girl's bathroom by a guy who says that he's a girl, right? And, and, and there's, a, there's a, a school system fighting back in Pennsylvania. You need to pray for them. But folks, how crazy can it be? When we go underground tonight, I'm going to have, I'm going to have an open forum and, I, and the theme is going to be, how crazy will it get before Jesus Christ comes back? And that's going to be it. How nutty will it get? I say we've almost just begun, unfortunately. Uh, Spencer, let's go on down a little bit uh, past that. Let me see. Uh, Congress uh, talks about LGBTQ. We got that. Let's go down to Money Talks. Whistleblower says CIA officials were paid to change their view on the COVID. Look at that. Look at that. Go down there. Look at that. Right there. Money talks. You see that? Money talks. Whistleblower says CIA officials were paid to change their view that COVID originated in a Wuhan lab. So let me get this straight. Spencer, are they saying that this they knew it was not it didn't originate in a wuhan lab and they were paid some money to not say anything about it spencer is that what they're saying sure sounds that way how crazy can it get before jesus comes back that's what i want to understand and then you got just across that cnn fox check uh <laughs> it proves the case for biden impeachment quite okay so now you've got the president's son who dropped off this laptop, had everything from porno to, you know, uh, money laundering, everything on it. And uh, the guy checked, you know, he checked out a gun from the library, local library. Uh, he filled out papers and he said he wasn't an addict, but he was an addict. But yet five years ago, that hadn't been charged. And then you got this other guy, Donald Trump, running for president, and they've indicted him multiple times. And somebody says this is not a two-tier justice system. How crazy can it get before Jesus comes back and t going back to this lgbtq thing we don't need to go back to it but i want to talk about it 
when you talk about uh, LGBTQ, and you're, what you're really talking about is sexuality being confused. You have sex, you don't have sexes, you have multi-sexes, you have no sexes. I mean, folks, it's crazy. And here's my question. How crazy does it have to get until Jesus comes back? You know, he's talking about the days of Noah. Yeah, we know, we understand, and I cover this on the show. I've been doing it for years. That we believe that there was genetic ma manipulation. The sons of God coming into the daughters of men, Nephilim. But something was happening in the days of Noah also. Something else was happening. I think it's very basic, and I think that we fail to understand it. The basis is that God looks down and he's totally disgusted with mankind. Because I think another thing that was happening in the days of Noah is people were crazy, just like they are now. The Bible says he'll turn them over, and he has. God is not happy. I mean, the Dems hate the, the GOP. The right hates the left. The left hates the right. But what does God hate? Well, David, God hates sin. Yeah, well, that's a cop-out. That's too broad. I don't want to talk about God hates sin. I want to talk about what does God hate today? What is it that God looks down, or maybe he's happy as a lark? I don't know. But again, I ask the question, how crazy does it have to get until Jesus comes back? Yeah. You know, you're in America. Your neighborhood. Oh, look at your city. Look at your state. Look at your house. What's going on? Look at your television in your house. What I say is there is going to be a, a judge. People have to understand. In the days of Noah, the flood was a judgment. It was a judgment, period, beginning, middle, and end. Today, there is a judgment upon America, upon the world. I mean, this political zoo, Washington, are you kidding me? I'm going to ask my guests in a moment about, uh, we talked about this some years ago, about the demons in Washington. I think we need to go there and cast them out. I'm telling you, the world has gone nuts. What are you and I going to do about it? What are we called to do as warriors now to do about it until the Lord comes back, because how crazy will it get? Here with my guest to join me, former pastor and seminary president. But don't let that, don't hold that against him. He's really a nice guy. Mr. <laughs> Alex McFarlane. Alex, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Good evening. It's good to be with you, David. Good to have you with me. I don't know if you were here for part of my rant or not. I, I, I either have to start taking medication or I've got to talk the way I do, you know, because... It, has the world gone crazy, or is it my imagination? I mean, we're like a we're like a frog in hot water, right, Alex? It, it, yeah. If you look, but twenty years ago, you look at this, you'd go, "You're crazy. It couldn't happen." Yeah. Don't you think things have escalated? I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the '70s when primetime television began to get more and more risque, and they were like pushing the envelope, you know. And uh, in the '80s. You know, everybody hated Ronald Reagan. Uh, David, I remember when I was in college, uh, shortly before I became a born-again Christian, I was 21 when I accepted Christ as my Savior. But I remember my college professors 
in the classroom, University of North Carolina at Greensboro. People like Billy Graham, Pat Robertson, Jerry Falwell, my professors hated them. They excoriated and criticized them. And yeah. I remember even before I was saved, I was thinking, wow, man, I, I don't hear them, you know, beating up on Islam or the Ayatollah. It's like my professors only hate Christians. Now, yeah. after I was saved, I began to understand because I had the spirit of God in me. But doesn't it seem like we've gotten in high gear overdrive? The world is getting darker, more wicked. And I think that means we're all the more closer to the return of Christ. Well, we, we are. We are. And, and I want to bring up something. You know, I talk a lot about one world religion. Alex, do you believe that we're going to come or we're coming into a one world religion right now where religions will band together in order to push the government agenda and vice versa? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And David, what makes this period of history so unique is that technologically, the, the wiring of the planet and everybody, look, you're on cell phones. We all do it. I, I talk on the cell phone. I send texts. You know, my wife and I order stuff online sometimes, although it's pretty rare. But we're all leaving digital footprints and a global government a global currency, and certainly a global religion that will be enforced. And ultimately, the time is coming where people won't be able to buy or sell or function unless they get in line and comply with the enforced globalist society. Uh, you know, it's interesting that this is happening in our lifetime, but it was predicted 2,000 years ago by the word of God. And for those of us that have read and believed the Bible, I mean, I'm not happy about where the world is, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you know, I have this TV series, Last Evangelist. Episode one, I play a cop where we bust underground churches for not registering with the government because there's a virus and, you know, how that goes. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, in episode two and three, which hasn't come out yet, it's talking about the new transformational Bible, the new government Bible. They've taken certain scriptures out, what they call hate speech, because it's not universal enough to, to include everyone. Now, the point I want to make is, Alex, I don't think the devil says, let's start a new religion. I think he says, let's take the one that already exists and let's just pervert it, okay? It's going to be easier. So if I'm writing a script, because I'm a filmmaker, and, and kind of, you know, bounce this back and forth with me, because I want to make sure that I might I'm going I'm not going down a rabbit hole, but wouldn't it make sense for all the heads of these religions? And I'm talking, you know, Catholic, I'm talking Mormons, I'm talking even Baptist, Pentecost. I mean, the heads of religions and these religions end up turning apostate. They end up turning cold, lukewarm. But the heads of them drive the people into a unity to where it becomes unified, a one world religious system. And I'm not picking on. Baptist, Pentecostal. What I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is he's going to go after the strengths of the religious system right now, trying to bring them together so there is one, it can be unified with a government, one world government system, so they can pass laws that will, well, it'll push forth their agenda. I mean, what do you say? Well, I think that uh, makes for a great, great movie script. And part of the reason that is such a compelling story is because it's reality. Uh, and that's where we're going. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's amazing. Um, over the last really 500 years since the Protestant Reformation, you know, October 31, 1517, Luther uh, nailed his document to the door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany, salvation by faith, not works. And we are writing on the, the ripple effect of the Protestant Reformation. But it wasn't long after that, that the very same Germany that gave us a rediscovery of the gospel out of that Germany in the 16 and 1700s came about what was later known as German liberalism or higher criticism. Now, now here's the thing about the devil. Show me wherever God does a great work and Satan at some later point will try to come in and do a counter offensive. Now, 200 years after Martin Luther was Friedrich Schleiermacher and German liberalism. They denied that the Bible is the word of God. 200 years after Schleiermacher were the ovens of Auschwitz. Now, here's my point. God did a great work, and you and I are riding on the coattails of the Reformation and great Christian leaders that have come along through the centuries. But atheists, like uh, after the French Revol uh, Revolution in 1789, there was what was called European Enlightenment, and they denied that God existed. Now, one of their key arguments, I think about the French atheist Voltaire. I think about the, the atheist in the 19th century, Robert Ingersoll. They would always say the Bible must be false because, listen, it says at the end of time, there's Israel this and Jerusalem that. Well, there is no Israel, they said. Because in AD 70, Jerusalem fell to the Romans. The Bible must be false because Israel's been out of business for 19 centuries. Well, fast forward to May 14 of 1948. Israel, and this was really at the work of uh, some people like Chaim like Weitz, uh, David Ben-Gurion, Winston Churchill, Lord Balfour, and Harry Truman. Israel was reborn as a nation midnight. May 14, uh, really 12.01 a.m., the 15th, President Harry Truman said, the United States recognizes the state of Israel. Now, here's mm. my point. I mean, the chess pieces are on the table. Israel has yeah. been in their land 75 years. The world is wired up. Probably people are watching this broadcast yeah. even now. Yeah. We, we must near the return of christ yeah are you do you know urban baxter uh, I do not. yeah urban is a friend of mine i interviewed him many times and i want to touch on what you just said i want to play a clip from this interview i did with him then i want to talk to you about it um let, since let's roll this clip if the church is doing its job it will be the greatest spiritual awakening in the history of mankind. Are we going to be running and hiding under a rock? Are we going to be persecuted? Well, it's not the lukewarm church that's going to awaken. They're going to think, oh, the new world order is wonderful. This is what we've been praying for. We're just too comfortable as Christians. We need to understand this could happen just like that. Well, let me tell you, this is not going to be 3,000 dead. This is wow. going to be millions wow. dead. Urban Baxter, if you want to see that whole video, guys, go to davidhevener.tv. Uh, you can see it right there, Spencer. Uh, once you go to the channel, we've got over 20 channels, okay? We've got its own place you can see Last Evangelist, the new TV uh, series. 
Uh, we've got the Holocaust channel. We've got there's Urban's. Uh, you can catch the full video right there on the Holocaust channel. We've got uh, uh, the Spotlight channel. We've got Saving Children channel. I mean, it, we've got the Health channel. It just goes on and on and on. Folks, there's over 900 videos here. I want you to go and sign up, TV right now. Uh, and you can go underground with this in about 20 minutes with me and my guest, uh, Alex McFarland. Alex, um, I played that uh, video and a couple of things that Urban said, uh, which I want to touch on, was uh, he insinuated that there would be a great, great catastrophe here in the United States. Do you, let me start with, do you think the United States is even in the Bible? Do you think that we are going to even play a part? Do you think we'll even be here? You know, I got that question last night, exactly 24 hours ago. I was in a Q&A at a church back on the East Coast, and somebody asked me that question. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm not convinced that there are any biblical passages that reference America. Now, Obviously, the North American continent will be here, but will the constitutional republic that we call the United States of America be here till the end of time? I don't know. Yeah. And and, yeah. In other words, what you're saying is the ground could be here, which we stand on, yeah. but not not the not the Constitution anymore, not America as we know it. Not unless there's a great um, revival and a restoration, not only revival spiritually and yeah. fidelity to the word of God, but just a revival of the rule of law and morality and patriotism. Yeah, that's what yeah. David, I got to tell you, any professed Christian that ever votes Democrat, I, I believe you're going to answer to God for it. I mean, I mean, and this is the insane thing, uh, Alex, is that you look and look, I, I'm not going to take it's not that I don't mind going political. I tell people politics is 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 just theater. OK, we're fighting against against principalities in high places. We must take this into a. And I'm not talking about let's just go pray. I'm talking about get into war spiritually first and then let it uh, dribble down. But what you said makes a lot of sense because if you look at a certain movement and they're out to uh, get rid of babies, they're out to twist, uh, 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 especially children's um, concept of what it is to be a man, a boy or a girl. And, and just, it seems like against a lot of things of God. If you vote for that, I mean, look, I, I don't know that I wouldn't be standing next to you uh, when yeah. Jesus passes sentence, right? Well, let me say, if you vote for that, you are complicit with it, people. But if you could be a force against evil and you stay silent or do nothing, you, in that regard, are complicit, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, I was just in Washington over the weekend, and I, uh, let me tell you, for the last 20 years, I and our ministry have been involved with uh, a lot of political leaders. We've prayed with people. By the way, think about this, David. Um, do you remember um, he was a great minister? He's in heaven now. D. James Kennedy founded yeah. a ministry called Evangelism Explosion. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was with a number of his staff. Just before he died, James Kennedy got a study Bible to take to every member of Congress, right? And they said, surprisingly, um, even some Democrats accepted it. 
and they went door to door throughout Congress, all the senators, all the congressmen. They said, look, we brought you a study Bible. I don't remember if it was a Ryrie study Bible, but they got a Bible for everybody. Guess who they said? And and look, the people up there, uh, I know the staff of D. James Kennedy. They are people of unimpeachable integrity. I've known them for 20 years. They guess the one person at this point, and this was, I think, uh, about a decade ago, just before Dr. Kennedy passed, the one person who would not take a Bible and ask the people to leave their office, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Yeah. But, you know, see, Alex, both sides are corrupt. It's a corrupt system. That's where we're at now. It's the whole system. Just many Democrats going to hell than Republicans. And I mean, and what, you know, I heard a Republican the other day say, I will put my hand on a Bible and I will, you know, he's a, he's a, I'm not going to say what he is, but, but he's in the political realm. I said, don't tell me you're going to put a hand on Bible. I said, if you do that, I know Jesus is coming back because God ain't going to tolerate any more of this nonsense. Alex, when we come back, I want to ask you about the church. I want to talk to you about God's people. Where is God's people in all this? Are are they are we vocal enough? What do we need to do? And I'm I mean I want a real and I know you will give me this, but I'm looking for some 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 something I can, I can get my hand put my get my hands around so I can go out and do it right now. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to so I want you to think about that. And when we come back, I want to talk about that. Guys, I have Alex McFarlane with me, and I'm um, so glad you're here. Um, I want you to stay with me. We'll be right back. Sure. Listen, we have the new End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, Investigates, uh, End Times Investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here, uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzulli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of of me investigating things like Satanism, the demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, End Times, Miracles, Bible Prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day, what you're watching us on right now, it's called, well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're gonna turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what that what you're going to be able to to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. The brand new DVD uh, of Last Evangelist. You can get it right now. Uh, It's limited collector's edition. It's got the new episode on it, along with band videos with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Havens, uh, Sheila Lazinski. Everybody, I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood mind control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, Uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, True Power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, It's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, 
or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Your buddy David here. You're saying, well, why are you laughing, David? Because, you know, you get to the point, I guess when you get to, uh, to the closer to a nervous breakdown, you, you, you start laughing because you have to have some kind of outlet. But my question is, how crazy is it going to get until Jesus comes back? That's what I want to know. And that's what I want you to tell me when we go underground in about 10 minutes. And I want people to come there and I want you to be part of our family because it's, well, it's quite frankly one of the few places we can, uh, we're not censored. Um, my guest, uh, Alex, Alex McFarlane. Alex, you there with me, buddy? I'm here, brother. All right. So I want to talk to you about, and I've been on this bandwagon, you know, to the point my wife says, David, you know, be, be nice to preachers, be nice to, to churches, be nice. To, I said, I'm nice to everybody. I just tell the truth, you know. And my question is, and I know there's some out there, but where is the church today? You know, we have so many churches in this country. I'm taking America, for instance, that, Alex, if every pastor this Sunday morning got up and, and talked about what you and I are talking about and started talking real stuff and real truth and not be worried about taking some political side or whatever, don't you think that we could change the course of this river that's headed for hell? Yeah, I, I mean, we have 350,000 churches, somewhere around a half million ordained ministers. Now, not all are senior pastors, but David, look, I've pastored two churches, one 2,000 member church in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've pastored a small church in rural North Carolina. I uh, was the de facto interim pastor of a church in Pueblo, Colorado for three years. So here's the thing. I understand the role of a senior pastor. I have a total cumulative experience of 20 years plus as a senior pastor. I know the line of diplomacy that pastors feel like they have to walk. But here's the thing. I blame the pastors that let us get where we are. I mean, we're, we're at a, a place where people, first of all, the majority of Christians don't vote. And those that do vote, even those that claim to have a biblical worldview, very often vote Democrat, which is uh, completely antithetical to anything it means to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah. But if 25, 30 years ago, the senior pastors had been up in the pulpit crying out for righteousness. And folks, look, I love people. I love people. But I am duty bound to tell the truth. I love Jesus more than I love people, but I love people. But here's the thing, David, pastors need to get in the pulpit and say, look, 1 Corinthians 6 gives a grocery list of those that do not inherit the kingdom of heaven and unrepentant homosexuals that are in that lifestyle and will not turn from it. If, if the word of God is true, and I believe it is, gays, unless they repent, turn, embrace Jesus, they don't go to heaven. So yeah. you can coddle your your gay nephew or niece all you want. But if you love them, you need to tell them to be born again and to turn from sin. Ditto for heterosexual promiscuity. I mean, we That's are where we are as a nation and a world because of timid, milk toast, B-grade motivational speaker pastors. 
Yeah, I, I call him pussycat in the pulpits is what I call him. Uh, you're, you're just nicer and more intellectual than I am. Um, yeah, and I was going to go with that. I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, I have a lot of friends that are homosexuals. And uh, quite frankly, they think most of the preachers in this religious system, these people are wackos. You know, I don't blame them because of, well, some of them are wackos. Yeah. But, but, but I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up the fact that a couple living together, someone committing adultery, uh, someone hooked on pornography. I mean, it's not just sex with the same, uh, you know, some of the, of, the, of the same partner, a man against man, a woman on woman. This is a, 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 a sexual perversion, period. And, and that, this goes into this LGBTQ uh, with this trans and everything. And, and again, I have friends that are transsexuals and bless their heart, they're hurting inside. You know, I, I feel for these yeah. people, but, but this is a situation, and let me land the plane here, what I'm talking about. This is a situation where society has now turned it into a religion in and of itself. And let me give you an example. I call it a cult religion. You have racism, it's all under the woke umbrella. This this is a religion, Alex. It's a religion today. Oh, yeah. It's racism saying that whatever color your skin is, this is how far you're going to get in society. That if you're white, you're supreme. If you're black, you're whatever. If it, you know, th this is a, a a religion that they have put up on people. Number two, the different sexes. Okay, the trans, the the untrans, the sex, the unsex. This is a religion they have put upon the people. And number three is save the planet. I got more, but these are just the top three. And these preachers in the pulpit know that all this cult religion is out there and people are putting it on them. And they're not getting up and talking about it and exposing it, Alex. They need to be get, getting up and telling the truth. The truth, so help me God. Amen. Amen. And you know, COVID, the way that the American church to a large degree, just roll over and play dead. Pastors, yeah. leaders, if any organization was essential, it's the Church of Jesus Christ. And the yeah. government has no right to tell churches they can't meet. And it's not just our First Amendment rights, yeah. but it's our fidelity to God. The early Christians, they were willing to worship Jesus, meet for church, evangelize the lost, even though they many of them wound up with their head on the tip of a Roman spear. And yeah. the American uh, uh, religious machine, there were a few exceptions of courageous pastors like Jack Hibbs. And I think of a church in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm not going to name the name, but this church, a 3,200-member church, never missed one service. They never had one incident of COVID. Yeah, and look at John I think MacArthur in California. I, yeah. John MacArthur, I, I admire him. Oh, I admire so much the courage. Pastors, if if you're worth anything to the kingdom of God, if they have another pandemic, and if the Bidens, as we get closer to the 24 election, and they want to control the world by controlling the people, that's mm -hmm. all the more reason. Have church seven days a week. Yeah. And, I mean, where is the courage? Where, where is the bravery and where is the fidelity to God and, and Jesus? Yeah, I, you know, I want to ask you a question. And guys and girls out there, I want you to ponder this and chew on this. I think it's very, I think it's a legit question and I think it, it deserves a legit thought. 
when we had the COVID, the 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 virus, okay, so called, um, there's a lot of places that could have become what I want to call jab junctions that could have implemented this vaccine. Uh, think about it, Alex. There's a lot of places. I mean, I, I could Walmart would be a, a, a place. It's huge. They have a lot of space. They have a lot of Walmarts closed down across the United States. I mean, yeah. there's so many places that people could have gone to get the vaccine. Do you know what the top five places were where they went and got it other than government uh, controlled was the church. Yeah. It was the church. And you know what the devil was doing? He was smearing it right there in the faces of these apostate preachers. I'm going to say apostate. Some of them are just stupid, ignorant, and scared. But I'm going to say it's all going to come down to one thing, lukewarm, Alex. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I think the research has has borne out our suspicions, you know, they mocked Donald Trump for saying that it came from the Wuhan labs and it did come from the Wuhan labs. And they mocked those of us that said, uh, you know, the vaccine is not tested. It's not vetted out. We, it doesn't pass the sniff test. A lot of us are not going to take it. And mercilessly, uh, people right. mocked us. And look, all of the, the, those of us that care about truth, uh, we've been vindicated, but look, this this was the dress rehearsal for the new world order, honestly. And uh, folks, we've got to get some courage and and be willing to say that we're going to stand for our our moral and spiritual biblical convictions. America, back to your question, will America exist at the end of time? Listen, God would preserve America if we would get back to living under those inalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness that are gifts from the creator, if we would get back to being a nation that pursued righteousness. Now, if we're useless to God, he may as well let America fall. But how about we pray, we influence others, we live righteously, we contribute to the Great Commission. How about we defend Israel and mm -hmm. truth? And, and God would want to undertake on our behalf because we, as a country, had once again become useful to his kingdom purposes. Yeah. You know, we've got this Sunday, Alex, is the National Day of Repentance. I'm sure you're aware of that. Um, who do you think came up with that? Do you think it's legit? I mean, anytime people are saying repent, that is legit. Repentance is legit. Let me back up. Yeah. But do you think maybe this is like a um, kind of like a, um, uh, a satanic panic in the opposite direction, meaning they want people to feel like uh, they're being religious? They want people to repent. Or do you think this came from a place of, of genuine, uh, the genuine heart for God? Now, um, I mean, only God knows another person's heart. Um, it's not just kumbaya, because, see, the idea of repentance, it's a Greek word, metanoia, to turn mm -hmm. around. That, that's a uniquely New Testament Christian perspective, really, that we turn from sin to Christ. And so, I mean, I, I've got to confess, I don't know who initially thought it up, but I want to think good of it. Um, I, I want to believe that it's real. I know 
in my and my wife, it would be real in our heart. Mm-hmm. But how about mm-hmm. you? What do you think about it? Well, I think if you want to know my the truth, I don't think you can have a national day of repentance. I think repentance has to be genuine. It's got to be guided by the Holy Spirit. I think it's very individualized. I think you should have 365 days of repentance. Now, I'm not judging anybody. I'm like you, Alex, because I don't know anyone's heart, but I'm, I'm suspicious, you know, because I, I, I investigate. I'm automatically suspicious of almost everything. But this uh, National Day of Repentance, maybe if it creates one person to think about the fact that I need to repent and they do repent, so maybe it was worth it, Alex. Maybe that one, maybe that whole movement was worth that one heart. But I just don't think you can have a, a corporate uh, uh, movement of, hey, on this day, we're all going to just repent, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to be negative, but do you, do you see where I'm coming yeah. with this? That, that it sounds really good, but I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a little leery of it, to tell you the truth. Well, you know, it's like the National Day of Prayer and the first Thursday in May. I mean, we have to individually pray and intercede for America. Right. And individuals have to repent. I mean, yes. uh, a, a father can't repent for his whole family. But yeah. in, in as much as it's like a national day to encourage repentance, you know, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, some of the partners that are involved, like the American Family Association, yeah. and they, I mean, they're phenomenal. I have the privilege of every day being on their radio network. Uh, Ted Bear and Movie Guide. I know those folks yeah. over there. Um, so I know there are some incredibly forthright and wonderfully godly partners on this. So yeah. that encourages me that uh, God could use it. Yeah, it, it does. And when we come back, I want to talk about your books. I want to talk about um, your what you're doing with your ministry. And by the way, real quick, just tell them your website. How can they get to you Um right now like how can they reach you alexmcfarland.com and the other website is viraltruth.com viral truth viral truth okay alex i'm going to get you give you a chance go get your books and when we come back we're going to be underground take some calls alex mcfarland thank you brother appreciate it god bless be right god bless you uh-huh okay so after this i'm going to bring my wife on uh i hope she wasn't kidnapped by the woke movement uh so hopefully she's out there. Uh, but when we come back, you stay with me. Life is complicated enough. Why worry about what to do with your extra car? Skip the costs of maintaining it, storing it, insuring it, or renewing registration. Car repairs? Forget about it. Here's one easy solution to your car problem. Donate it to a nonprofit. It's fast, free, tax deductible, and if you donate, you're going to feel incredible knowing you're supporting a great cause. Interested? Just call this toll-free number or donate online. Thank you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPill that started it all. 
MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Hey, we are back. We are back, David, here with you. Uh, hey, yeah, so if you want to get a pillow, get a, look, I use this stuff, the bathrobe, the uh, the slippers, the sheet. I'm telling you, it's, it, you got to buy it anyway. And this stuff is good stuff. Use the name uh, David Seven, and it's it will save you money, and it will bless the ministry. Okay, David Seven. Also, if you have that old junker car or a good car or even real estate or whatever, any motorized vehicle, a boat, trailer, uh, and you don't want it around anymore. You can get a nice tax deduction. They'll come. They'll pick it up, uh, and they it will bl- again bless the ministry. You guys pick up a copy of, and we're limited. I don't have many of these left. It's the DVD on Last Evangelist, Episode One, with banned videos on the back. Got banned. Got kicked off, and you're not going to watch see them anywhere so on this DVD. I want you to go to David at David Heavener, DavidHeavener.tv forward slash order. Uh, you can call 844-806-0006, or you can text the word CHOSEN to 91999. I want to bring on my lovely wife. Uh, she was not kidnapped by the woke movement. She is a free woman. Shanita, you out there? Yes, yes, and thank you, Alex. We really appreciate what yes. you're doing. Uh, a- absolutely. So, Shanita, you have a, an announcement for David Havener TV. What is it? Yes, yeah, I want to thank Betty for clarifying this. If you know that YouTube probably will not um, let us have much freedom any longer, then join the chat on David Hebner TV. You can yep. do this by typing in davidhebner.tv in your browser, and then um, you'll see on the screen, you tap that yellow icon, and then it'll give you the option to join the chat. And you don't have to have a login. You can just come in as guest, and that way we can interact there. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Folks, our time is limited when it comes to censorship. Please, please go to davidhevener.tv. Sign up right now. Over 900 videos. And we're going live in two weeks, live television, 24-7. So that's exciting. See right there? Uh, what are those channels there, Spencer? What's the name of those channels? Uh, uh, my, uh, what is that, Shanita? That's the, uh, oh, that's the Alien Demon Connection with L.A. Marzulu. Got a lot of videos on there. Got the uh, Last Evangelist channel. Uh, you got the um, uh, original TV uh, series channel. Uh, and you've got the um, the Spotlight channel. Look, there's a lot of different channels there. Shanita, what's your favorite channel when you go and watch? When you binge watch, what do you watch normally? The Health Channel, because I'm into all things natural. The Health Channel. There you go. And we got some great people on there. It's, it's given some great information. So go to davidhevner.tv, sign up. Uh, Shanita, anything else before we go underground? Well, we have some great press reports, so I can share those when we get to underground. All right. Share them, get to underground. Folks, if you guys want to support the ministry, go to davidhevner.tv. 
forward slash uh, give, uh, or you can call 844-806-0006. Be a part of the ministry. We need your prayer, and we want to pray for you. And by the way, if you want to join right now, Shanita will send you a link. If you'll send her an e first join, and then send her an email at info at davidhebner.tv, Shanita. That works. Mm -hmm. All right, and I'm going to talk about things tonight I've never talked about, because here's the thing. How crazy is it going to get until Jesus comes back? All right, listen, guys, we're going to uh, come back with Alex McFarland when we're underground. Get your cell phones ready. Get your computers ready. Uh, get your chat, your fingers ready, because we're going to go to town. I'm going to ask him questions. Maybe he's never been questions he's not been asked before. All right, I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Go to lastevangelist.com. Uh, if you want to uh, help fund this next TV uh, episode on exposing the vaccine, uh, lastevangelist.com. Uh, appreciate that. God bless you. Just remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for. That's Christ Jesus. We'll see you in the moment. All right. Two minutes of transition. Alex, you can unmute yourself there. I, I muted you just during while you were gone, so you can unmute yourself again. I was going to ask David because y'all are pretty free talking about COVID and stuff tonight. So I was like, oh, okay. No, I don't think so. I don't. Saying it was saying it was fake. I don't know if they'll what they'll do if they, if, about that, but or that it came from Wuhan. You know, I don't know. Right. All right, David, we're ready when you are, sir. And three, two, one.